Hi guys, welcome back to the Makeup Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Henry. And today is going to be amazing because we are talking all things business. This is our business 101 class. And you guys freaking loved this. Like the response to the business 101 series was honestly incredible. And I'm so excited that you guys want this information because from the beginning, I have always said that I really want this podcast to be informative. I want there to be information, education, and authenticity. And I feel like we just need to keep expanding. We just need to keep going. And I'm so excited because today, today's business 101 class, actually business 102 class, this is going to be about all things money, anything money related, okay? Because I find that I find that when we talk about money in general, people are a little evasive. People don't really like to be transparent when it comes to talking money because it can be kind of uncomfortable. And I say screw that. We're going to talk all things money because we need to know about this. You know, no one is going to tell you, you know, what you should be charging or how do you figure out pricing with your clients? And I don't like that. We're going to be talking about it. So let's just get started. Okay, I'm going to have to pause here. Sorry. Okay, cool. I get so nervous in the beginning. Oh my God, I get so shaky. Okay. 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 So um, today we talked a little bit that we're going to talk about money, but we really are going to talk about kind of like how to determine your pricing, how to know when to increase your pricing. How do you even figure out like, you know, what your travel fees should be, anything like that. So let's just dive into that right now. So let's start with my current pricing. So I just want to be really transparent and I'm going to tell you what I charge for bridal makeup, everything like that. So right now I kind of have my pricing set up a little, a little weird. Um, just because January through March, it's a little bit slower. That's kind of our downtime here in San Diego. I mean, it's definitely still busy, but it is on the slower side. So I did keep my pricing from 2023. So for a bride, I charge $400. And then for, and that just is bridal makeup. That's not a bridal trial or anything like that. My bridal trial is 200. I charge 165 for bridesmaids, moms, grandmas, anybody else getting makeup done. Um, I don't really do a lot of like junior bridesmaids or flower girls or anything like that. But when I do, I usually just charge like for like a flower girl, $25. Um, for a junior bridesmaid, I charge $100 and it doesn't come with lashes. I mean, if they want lashes, I'll put them on. Um, all of my services do come with lashes, but I just have it as 400 and, you know, 165. That's like my main pricing for January through March. Now, when April comes around, the only thing that I'm really increasing is my bridesmaids, moms, pretty much anybody else getting makeup done, officiant, aunts, anybody else. Um, from March until the end of the year, it's going to bump up to 175. I felt like 
I felt like that was a fair pricing just because inflation is happening. And I don't know about you, but shit is really expensive. And I am constantly, constantly like replenishing my kit, which I'm sure you all are as well. And so I felt like the $10 increase was important. Um, for my assistant fee, it's $250. And I feel like a lot of people always ask me, does your assistant get that fee? Well, they sure don't. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because an assistant fee is me taking the time to hire another artist, making sure that they are trained in the same kind of way that I do makeup, making sure that their kit is up to par with, you know, my quality of service that I provide. Um, I take care of the contract, communicating with the bride, you know, timelines, invoices, talking to coordinators, planners. So that assistant fee is going to me because now I almost have double the work figuring out who my assistant's going to do, who I'm going to do. So the assistant fee does go to me. My travel fee is, it really depends. So personally, I charge $2 times two ways. So from there and back. Um, a lot of people I find are only charging a dollar per mile and it's that's great and all okay you know charge what you feel like you're worth but also gas is like really expensive a travel fee is not just for me traveling from my house to the location a travel fee is literally worth your time so if I go to Temecula I charge $200 to drive to Temecula from San Diego. Temecula is about 50 miles away. So $2 times two ways is $200. Um, your travel fee also includes you loading, unloading. Like there, there's so much that goes into a travel fee. Like I also, I also account that for like me not really being able to eat throughout the day. Like I, I mean, yes. Of course, I could wake up early and eat. But when you ha already have to be at a wedding at 5 a.m. and it's an hour away, I already have to wake up at 2.30 because I need to get ready. This all accounts also for my travel fee, okay? So just make sure that you are charging what you are worth in your travel fee. It's really, really important. So that is my 2024, you know, pricing that I'm doing. Um, in 2025, I have decided to increase my pricing. Um, I don't know when I'm going to implement that, but for 2025, I think I'm going to go up to 450 for bridal makeup. I'm going to go up to 250 for a trial. And then I'm also going to go up to 185 for bridesmaids, moms, like I said, any, anything extra. Um, how to determine like if you should raise your pricing i feel like people ask me this all the time and and really like let's i guess let's back it up and start with what should you be charging specifically talking about weddings bridal makeup everything like that so how i determined my pricing was i looked around at other people's pricing i found artists that i feel like i'm in line with and I checked out their pricing. If they didn't have their pricing listed, I would ask them, hey, what are you charging right now? And 
yes, I guess you might get some, you know, backlash from those artists. But here in San Diego, we're all extremely transparent and we're such like a supportive community of artists. So I never had anybody, you know, ask me why I was asking. Because if you, if you as an artist are doing well and you're doing amazing, why not share like the wealth, like share, share your information. Because if I grow and you grow, then our community grows and then we all grow. So it's just, I don't know. I'm very lucky to be here in San Diego with such like a, I don't know, like amazing group of people who are very like not gatekeeping. We're not into gatekeeping. We want to see everybody do well. Um, but I would say find like 10 artists in your area that you feel like you're in line with and check out their pricing. And also be honest with yourself. If you are charging something that, listen, like you probably shouldn't be charging. If you're out here charging $400 for makeup and you do not do $400 of work, like be honest with yourself and humble yourself a little bit and say, look, maybe I'm not getting bookings because I'm charging too much. And maybe I'm not, not to say that you're not worth that much, but you need to take steps and you need to like, you need to be in the game for a little bit. You can't just run right in and expect to charge, you know, what an artist for 10 years has been charging. I mean, that's crazy. You, I would say start, start a little bit in the trenches. Okay. And build yourself up and become that artist that is worth $400. Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean or, or anything like that, but I mean, I started off doing bridal makeup for $85. Okay. And I've worked my way up to 400 and next year I'm going to do 450. And hopefully by the end of next year, I feel comfortable enough within myself, my business and my craft that I can charge $500 for a bride. Right now, $500 for a bride to me, for me and my level, I feel like is a tiny bit a lot. So that's why, look, I'm not the best makeup artist in the world. I can grow, okay? I can always get better. So I feel like currently right now, $400, I feel very, very comfortable with that. Also, moving on to when should I raise my prices? Well, you should raise your prices when you are in freaking high demand, okay? Like if you are getting 10, 15 inquiries a day, <laughs> if you are, oh my God, you guys, my cat Missy is here. Let me just show you her really quick. Missy, if I move, is that okay? Come here. She is all over me. She's got naked legs, okay? <laughs> this is Missy, we call her Moomy. She is rubbing all over me and all over John right now. Anyways, I love you, Missy. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you are if you are getting like 10, 15 emails a day and you're finding that your books are like if you're constantly booked and you have a ton of bookings, raise your pricing. I really want to make it really clear that I don't want to be known as the makeup artist who does everybody. Yes, I want to be able to do any type of person, but I don't want to be for everyone, okay? You want quality clients that know your worth and 
will appreciate you and your artistry. Honestly, I find that clients that when booking, they're trying to get a deal or trying to get some sort of discount or anything like that. Those are always my worst experiences. I feel like clients that want like a deal or a discount, they treat our job like we're a garage sale, okay? We are not to be bargained with. Our pricing is our pricing for a reason. And when I tell you that my pricing is X amount of dollars and you come back at me and say, well, I just, I don't have, you know, whatever it is. Would you be able to do a discount? Well, no, I can't, Susan. I can't offer you a discount because then I would have to offer everybody a discount. And I feel like treating everybody the same, being fair with your pricing is super, super important. And, you know, like you don't want to haggle with somebody. Know your worth as an artist, but also your pricing should mimic you know, who you are as an artist and you need to be very comfortable with your pricing because if you're not comfortable with your pricing, you're not going to get a lot of bookings. And if you don't have a lot of bookings, then you're not growing in your business. Four years ago in 2020, like three months in, kind of when COVID happened, that's when I took the plunge to just not work for anybody else and just work for myself and create my business. And back then I was, I don't want to say desperate, but I really like, I wanted money and I kind of like needed money. I feel like we were all going through kind of like a weird time back then where anything, like any sort of work that you can get, we were like, yes, I'll do it. I don't care. Like if you want a discount, sure, I, I will do anything. And you know what? I feel like that was, anytime that happens, really, I feel like that's been the worst type of situations where people are late or they don't respect my time or they don't tip. And I do want to talk about tipping and how I personally, I don't say tips aren't expected because you know what? They kind of are. And I know that's kind of controversial and I'm not here to, you know, be PC and tell you guys what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you how I feel in my opinion. And this is just my opinion. You can take it or you can leave it. Okay. So I do not say tips are not expected because I personally feel like tips kind of are expected. And I will explain why. If you go to Starbucks, okay, or someone you go out to eat, whatever, and someone offers you amazing service and they make your coffee. They're nice to you. They ask you how your day is going. You tip them. Do you not? I feel like everybody always tips everybody that's doing a service. So why would you not tip your bridal makeup artist who is making you feel the best you have ever felt in your entire life? I feel like tips are something that is very uncomfortable to talk about. And by no means am I like telling a bride, hey, where's my tip? Because first of all, that's icky. Don't do that. Um, But I don't say tips. I never say the words like tips aren't expected. All I say is tips are greatly appreciated because they are. I mean, I've had so many brides like just really go above and beyond. And I feel like for me, 
talking back about my pricing. So I charge $400 for bridal makeup, $165, $175 for bridesmaids and moms. And usually on that, I feel like as far as tips go, I'll get anywhere between like, and I'm just talking average, something that's very average, um, like $100 to $200 for each wedding that I do. And that's not to say if you don't tip, I don't love you because I do love you and I do appreciate it. And you know what? Tips aren't necessarily, they don't have to be cash, okay? Like you asking me what I want to drink from Starbucks, that is a tip. You going out of your way to ask me if I want breakfast, that is a tip. You buying me a little gift or something, that is a tip. And it's so appreciated. And like those small, tiny little gestures mean so much. Um, But I find that like tipping is so special and so meaningful that we're going to get into a story that I experienced. This was, God, story time is always wild. So back in 2020, I did this bride. And just as a little backstory, I did I did her bridal trial like a few months prior. And she she was in another wedding that I did. I actually didn't do her makeup for that wedding um, that I did the bride. My assistant took on her. Um, so I actually never did her makeup at that wedding. Anyways, fast forward like a year. She reaches out. It's 2020. She asked me if I could do her, her wedding. And I said, absolutely. I'll take anything I can. And she, at her trial, oh my God, I drove all the way up for one client to Temecula, okay? I needed money, so I didn't charge a travel fee. It's literally there and back, it's two hours. But I didn't charge a travel fee because I was feeling really nice. I just wanted to make some money. And I think at that time, I was only charging $120 for a trial, And anyways, I drove all the way out to freaking Temecula and I did her makeup. And like I said, it was $120. Did her makeup. She loved it. And mind you, she lives in a mansion. Okay. She does not work. Her husband works. He's loaded, literally loaded. Like she was telling me how much money he makes. And I was thinking, wow, that's pretty cool, you know? And I'm thinking to myself, like, boy, I hope you tip. That would be really cool, especially since I didn't charge you a freaking travel fee. And she goes to pay me. And all she had was she she didn't have like um she didn't have exactly 120. She had like it equaled out to like a few dollars more, like 125. And she literally asked me, can I have the five dollars back? And I said, well, I don't really have change. And she said, that's fine. You can Venmo me. And I said, oh, okay, I guess I'll do that. And her husband comes out and he sees kind of what I'm doing because I think he heard. And he looked at her and he said, what are you doing? And she said, well, I paid her extra $5. I'm just trying to get it back. And he looked at her and said, what's wrong with you? Just let her have the $5. And I was real like, oh my God, what is happening? That is so scary. And she kind of just looked at me and she said, okay, I guess you can have the $5. And I said, wow, thank you so much for that $5. That really is going to pay for my gas up here. I appreciate it. Anyways, I should have known. Okay. Fast forward to her wedding. 
This is the most insane story ever, and it literally makes me sob every time I think about it. So her wedding was in L.A. I drove all the way up to L.A. I did charge her a travel fee for L.A. I only charged her $150 for L.A. And I didn't want to go up there by myself. I was really scared. At this time, I I was 25. I was feeling kind of like nervous. And this was during COVID. And my mom and my Grammy offered to go with me. And my Grammy paid for the hotel room. We ended up staying the night before just because they didn't want me to drive all that way. I think I had to start makeup at like 6 in the morning. And they didn't want me to drive up at like, you know, 4 a.m. by myself all the way up to L.A. And so we stayed the night before. Fast forward, I go to this wedding. Um, I get there. Nobody is there. I'm literally outside banging on the door. No one's opening up. After 15 minutes, her uncle finally opens up the door. And I said, hi, I need to set up. And he like had no idea what was going on. So that was great. And then finally, he took me back. I got all set up. The first girl was another 20 minutes late. So that was great. And mind you, I'm just sitting there not knowing what to do with myself. And the bride has specifically told me like, I'm going to collect all the money from everybody and give it to you. And I said, okay. And I said, well, if I said, if they wanted to tip, they can just give that to me, you know, when I'm done with their makeup, that's totally fine. And she said, no, I will be collecting the tips and I will be giving them to you. And I kind of said, oh, like you, you don't have to do that. You're already collecting all the money. Like, I don't mind. And she said, no. I am going to collect everything. And I was kind of like, she was very stern with it. And I said, oh, okay. And so fast forward, I did seven people by myself. And if you listen to any other episode, you know that literally six is my max. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up if I do any more than that. Well, I did seven. Okay. And then I'm pretty sure I put freaking lashes on somebody as like an extra thing. And at the very end of it, I saw literally... Three of the seven, this is just what I saw. I saw three of the seven people hand over two, so $40 each to the bride as a tip for me. And I thought, wow, oh, I'm so excited. Like, that's so nice, you know, like that really, it it just means a lot. Like they really appreciated me and my service. And I like, I witnessed them giving her this money, okay? And so by the end of it, I'm like dead. I'm so tired. She gives me my envelope and I just had this really sinking feeling and I excused myself. I went to the bathroom with this envelope. I opened it, counted the money, and it was the exact amount that she owed me. And I was in the bathroom and you guys, I literally started sobbing like uncontrollably. I could cry right now. It was, it was so devastating that I... I really went above and beyond. Like I, if you know me at a wedding, like I will do anything to make you laugh, to make you have fun. Like I will get you whatever you need. I will, I would do literally anything. And I, I was literally devastated. And so I had to go out of the bathroom and what am I going to say? Hey, you didn't give me my tips. No, it's her wedding day. Like what? Who does that? And so I went out. And I started cleaning my stuff up and I started to just leave. And all of the bridesmaids looked at me and they knew. And one of them, the bride was out of the room. One of them came running over to me, okay? And she said, did you get your tip? 
And I looked at her and I started crying and I couldn't, I like couldn't contain myself. I said, no, I didn't. And she goes, I know for a fact, each person gave $40 for your tip. Like you should have been paid a whole hell of a lot more. And I just said, you know what? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's her wedding day. I'm not going to say anything. And she literally grabbed me by the shoulders and she said, I will take care of this for you. Don't worry about it. She said, I can't do anything right now, but I will take care of you. And so fast forward, I left. Me and my mom and my Grammy are driving home and I got a Venmo for literally $300 from her bridesmaid. And all like it said on the Venmo was, I'm so sorry and thank you. And to this day, like I can't even express to you like the gratitude that I felt for that bridesmaid. Like I literally, I could cry right now, but I'm not going to cry on camera. Um, it was just like the nicest thing that somebody could do. And she texted me, the bridesmaid actually texted me the next day and she said, you know what? Like I had a feeling that that happened and I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that and just know like we appreciate you. So anyways, moral of that story is always count your money because especially if you're getting paid in cash, sometimes I mean, it's just the shitty part of business. People will try and shyst you. And you know what? Now, when I get paid in cash, I count it in front of the bride. Not to like expect any sort of tip or anything like that, but just to make sure that like I myself and especially my assistant is going to get paid what we're owed. So if you're going to get paid in cash, you need to count it. And yes, it can feel very uncomfortable, but you know what? You and your business means a whole lot more than just a little bit of uncomfortability, okay? The moral of the story is really just like know your worth as an artist and don't, when you're at a, at a spot in your career where you feel like you are just accelerating and your business is, you know, propelling forward and everything like that, like really feel know your pricing and be comfortable with it and know why you're charging what you charge and once you're at a point where you're like kind of like you're in your in the groove you're in the swing of things keep on it and don't sacrifice your prices for somebody that wants a discount because really i mean like i kind of touched on earlier those are going to be not always okay but most of the time the people that don't want to pay you what you know that you're worth, those are usually the worst experiences. And those those experiences really, I mean, they do help to shape you and to form, you know, your vision on your business and everything like that. So, I mean, those are experiences are very necessary to go through because like I said, I've been through them a ton of times. And because of those you know, negative experiences I've had, I now stick to my pricing. I do not sway on my pricing at all. Even if I know you, like I know it sucks, but like, this is my business. This is my job. This is how I help support my family and myself. And no, I'm not going to give you a discount. I'm just not. And your friends, those should be the people, your friends, your family, those are the people that should want to pay you the most money. 
Those are the people that should support you. Not They should not be wanting a discount because that does not support your business, okay? Um, so I just want you to be confident in your pricing, but also like I touched on, humble yourself in your pricing. You know, if you don't have a lot of clients and you're charging something that, you know, you're just charging because everybody's charging and you're not seeing a return on that investment, well, then your prices are too high. Either your prices are too high or the quality of work is just not there or you just don't have enough credibility yet as an artist. And take a step back, maybe lower your pricing a little bit, work on your artistry, work on creating that credibility. And then from there, you can start to see like and slowly increase. You don't have to just jump to what everybody else is doing, you know, but I say follow, you know, follow your gut instinct and you know what you're worth and you know your instincts literally better than anybody else. And I think that you should just stick with it. And I hope genuinely that talking about money and pricing becomes a little bit more, I don't know. I just hope that like we all can start to talk about it as a community like I said in the in the beginning, I am super lucky because San Diego is the best group of people in this industry. I mean, we all, I could message anyone in the San Diego makeup artist community and say, hey, what do you charge? Why do you feel like you charge that? And I would get an answer because we all are about supporting each other and lifting each other up. And if you don't have that in your community, start to create that reach out to other artists. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so important that kind of we're all on the same page a little bit because if we all are doing amazing, then we can lift each other up and we can all start to charge a little bit more. You know, like being a makeup artist is probably one of the most expensive jobs for us because we put in so much, like constantly replenishing our kits and everything like that. So just really know your pricing and be confident with it and start talking about it more. And I really hope that you guys love these episodes. The Business 101 classes are so much fun to do. Like, I just feel like I have so much information and I just want to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. Because this information has, it's really hard to find. Like when I first started, it was extremely, extremely difficult to navigate through all of this. And I had to figure this all out myself. So I just want this to be like a platform where we share everything. There's a ton of information, education, and I just want to be 100% authentic and transparent with you guys. So I hope you love these episodes. If you want to see more of these episodes, of course, message me, DM me on the Makeup Artist Podcast on Instagram, and please tell me like what else you want to hear, what else you want me to touch base on. I want to do as many of these as possible, so give me your input and make sure you follow us. Thank you so much.